The, the, the dream is real. It's your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting live. I just spit on myself. From Loveland, the safest place on earth. The reason I spit on myself because Tiffany was talking about some naked pictures with Kendra, and she's going to Greece, and I just don't know. So round of applause for the nakedness. This dude can't hold I'm just talking about nakedness. I'll keep those round of applause going for Kendra Coco, Kenya. Yes, baby, we can't wait to see your naked pictures with the silhouette. Yes, love it. <laughs> not literally naked. She's not going to be fully naked. At least that's what I, I, caught, I came in on mid-conversation. Oh Keep those round of applause going. Yes. <laughs> I cut on the goddamn thing, and uh, Teule was playing Ether. And today's uh, title is The Book of Hope. One time for Teule. He don't, he, he don't know how to act. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, keep those Thanks round of applause going for my face. That's my face. Yes, Dr. Sugar, the red lip and the red beats are forever. Yo, yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. I'm sorry I didn't mean to divulge the title of the episode, but I had to do it in Teule's part because he just don't know how to act, y'all. He, he just started the, the whole thing off with Ether. All right, uh, Ether, <laughs> if you don't know what that is, uh, you don't know hip hop. But we gonna keep this thing going because I was inspired, ladies and gentlemen. I was inspired this past week. I was in New York City at Carnegie Hall. Round of applause for me, yep. I was at Carnegie Hall. I burnt the hole in it. Got a little funny story. Y'all ready for story time early? It's time for story time early. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I was on stage. Uh, and, and one thing about D-Nice and I, y'all, we don't really rehearse. I don't know if y'all know that's the magic of Nice and Birds. We don't really rehearse. We get together right before this, what we gonna do? Boom, boom, boom. Just so the emotion comes through, because y'all know how I am right. when the emotion comes through. You know what I'm talking about? So we got mm -hmm. he goes on. Boom, he playing this thing. Big shout out to Mike Phillips. He opened up with Lift Every Voice and Sing, I think it was a song. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. And I was kind of bugged out because I was like, okay, that's cool. Then he came into MOP, which was supposed to be PSA. Long story short, he called me on stage early, right? So we went through the one song, got to fuck the mother niggas because I'm down for my niggas. Fuck the mother hey. niggas because I'm down for my niggas. Hey. So they hype. I'm talking about they ready to tear Carnegie Hall to pieces. And all I hear is Kenny, Kenny. I'm like, who's calling my name? But it's D on the mic. Kenny, Kenny. So I turned out, he was like, go, go. I thought he said go. So I ran off the stage. I ain't know what he was talking about. So I literally ran off the stage. I get backstage. Becky List is like, nigga, what you doing back here? Get your ass on. See, he just told me to get off the stage. He didn't tell you that. Go back on stage. So I go back. I'm like, D, what you talking about? He's like, you can't curse. You can't curse in Carnegie Hall. Oh. <laughs> Bust oh. that gun. Bust that, that gun. They should have told you that three weeks ahead, babe. You hit me. <laughs> You hit me, so I'm like, okay, cool. So as soon as he ended that song, I was like, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't mean to run off stage. I had to go wash my mouth out with something. All right, there we go. Just one little, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, just a little story time to start the episode. But ladies and gentlemen, while I was in New York City, yeah, I had a good time. Oh, we had, I saw DJ Clark Kent. I saw Keisha, mm -hmm. his wife. We spent some time with at the house. You know the time I went to eat? Uh, he paid for dinner when we went to his house. Round of applause for Clark Kent. He paid for dinner. I love him. <laughs> And then I took him to Mr. Child's, my patient. You know, that's what friends do. But while I was there, ladies and gentlemen, I went to Happy Cork, Brooklyn. Big shout to Happy Cork, Brooklyn. Oh. They got all the puff all of y'all. Oh. We love Sunshine and her husband. 
But on the way there, I was that day's years old when I found out that the Book of Hove was opening in the Brooklyn Library. I did not, I was in New York, didn't even know, didn't get an email. That's the Rock Nation, whoever didn't send me the email, tell me, I didn't even know. I was just, I was on my way to Brooklyn and my, and my driver was like, did you see the Book of Hove? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, the Brooklyn Library, it's all over. So that's when y'all saw me get out and do the whole <laughs> rock sign in front of the thing on my social media, but I'm bugging. Cause I'm like, yo, this is unbelievable. Now, mind you, on the way to Happy Cork, Brooklyn, we stopped, you know, at the thing, and, and it reminded me of DJ Clark Kent when he first kind of put me in the game, y'all. Like he lived around the corner. He had this brownstone. It was unbelievable. I remember it like it was yesterday. So I'm all like, damn, this around the corner from Tony Rome's house. That's what I call Clark Kent, y'all. Tony Rome. And I'm like, oh shit. So I'm in my feelings because I'm just going back to the days. You know what I'm talking about? when Jay-Z had a song called 22-2. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Well, I'm gone. And I used to go up to New York City to Maria Davis's Mad Wednesdays. And and he was, mm. and Clark was, this is the one. I'm telling you, he's the one. He gonna be the one, Kenny. He not the, he not the two, but he's the one. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I literally go to this thing and I'm looking at these lyrics that have inspired me my whole career. And then I'm like, damn, the Book of Hove, the Book of Hove is really like Bible for us. I'm not saying the Bible as in God, but I'm saying the Book of, the book of Hove is really like Bible for us. Like, like the you, blueprint. Like the, and literally, because the American dream that we were sold as youngins were these gangster figures we saw on Scarface, were these gangster, you know what I'm saying? All this gangster shit was, it was embedded in our, in our minds, in our hearts, in our soul today, I still get excited when I hear something new, a story that came out of, you know what I'm saying, Detroit. What up, though, to all my Detroit crew, we be there August 5th. What up, though? What up, though? So, but you know, you, you get ingrained with this messaging and then it becomes life. But then you have this superhero from Brooklyn. His name is Jay-Z and he comes into the game with an album called Reasonable Doubt. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna just give you a little context on why the Brooklyn Museum honored him with an installation that actually was co-created by the you know the people at Rock Nation. So big shout out to Rock Nation, round of applause for them. Um, but they wanted to kind of give you a glimpse of his life. Now mind you, I'm sure you've seen pictures and all the things, you know, today. I mean they had Rockefeller original jackets, which I had, which somebody stole. And if you hear this message, please bring my jacket back. I had the original, yeah, Big Head Kenny was on it, embroidered. I had the original Rockefeller jacket. And April Love, big shout out to April Love, it was in her car. And then somebody took my motherfucking jacket. If you can hear this, bring me my jacket back. But anyway, they had memorabilia throughout the entirety. Ladies and gentlemen, they rebuilt Baseline Studios where all the magic happened. They, um, and which by the way, uh, OG Wan, who is, um, you hear him in all the songs with Jay-Z, where they kind of like, you know, got their thing going because he was uh, the owner of Baseline. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of history and it just kept bringing me to moments. It kept bringing mm -hmm. me to moments and I wanna go, I wanna go with, with a little st st story time. Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Okay, let's put this, is, yeah. this is story time. Story time. So ladies and gentlemen, the year is 1995 and um, DJ Clark Kent and I are becoming brothers. Um, I booked him a couple times to come to the legendary warehouse in Atlanta 
And from that relationship, he took me on the road. He's like, you know what? I'm doing parties for Shaq. I'm doing parties. For you want to come with me and talk your shit on my? Absolutely, I want to go. I'm 20 years old. I'm in my bag. Ladies and gentlemen, he invites me to New York City, Maria Davis's Mad Wednesdays. And I come up and I see this, this dude and his crew and they were talking that talk and they were buying all the champagne. I'm like, oh, they cool. We start a relationship. My next trip to New York City, ladies and gentlemen, the affectionately referred to um, place called 560 State Street. It's in a lot of his songs. It's where he used to live. By this time, we're cool. He invites me to his house, I go in the house. First of all, I'm coming in the door. I look outside. He has a Mercedes. Not I mean, it was a Mercedes buggy. I don't think they had that. But he also had the Lex. He had Lexus. But the thing that got me was the Honda Accord station wagon. That was a Washington D.C. favorite. He had BBS on it. I was like, oh, he's high. I walk upstairs, ladies and gentlemen. I go into the apartment. Everywhere I look, there's black lacquer furniture. <laughs> I'm like black lacquer furniture that's not really that's some detroit player shit you know what i'm saying that's some my my, my partner window white slick i talk about him often he had a black lacquer with the purple neon lights and shit that's some detroit <laughs> shit. so i'm in there looking at i'm looking around because it's like a black lacquer furniture okay i don't know if he's all the way the fashion guy that i think he, kind of, you know what i mean but cool it's all good we're just you know we're getting to know each other right so that evening ladies and gentlemen i went to the world famous D&D Studios. I was there when they were making, I think it was Friend of Foe. Friend of Foe, yo, state your biz. Mm, you the dough? Eh, there it is. I was in the building. And I want to just, I want to go somewhere really quickly because on the, that was my story time. I don't know where I was going with it, but I just wanted to share because I was, <laughs> I was there. I was, I was there. I was there. But I want to share this with you and I want to get your opinion on the, on the verse. On the building, on the Brooklyn Library, they had, you know, quotes from Jay-Z. And one of his quotes was, I'm so far ahead of my time, I'm about to start another life. Look behind you, I'm about to pass you twice. Back to the future, gotta slow up for the present. I'm fast, niggas can't get past my past. How they propose to deal with my perfect present? When I unwrap the gift and the curse in one session, Ain't no living person can test him. Only two resting in heaven can be mentioned in the same breath as him. Now, mm. I'm gonna relate this entire episode to all of our journeys. In the boldness and audacity in that verse, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna know, maybe you didn't resonate with the song, but I wanna know how that resonates with you. Because when you think about your confidence and your will to get something done. There's been somebody in your way. There's been people in your way. How did you personally get around that? He's giving off that Sagittarius energy. Oh. We're very confident. We're very goal driven. And so we're gonna go for what we want and no one can stop us. Mm. So it's like he talking his shit yeah. and he's showing them, hey, I'm gonna do more doing and showing you what I can do then talk. Facts. So whenever he was talking about it, like, I mean, I've heard the song, of course, but just listening to the lyrics being stated, it's like, I know who I am. Yeah. You're not going to get in my way. Yeah. I'm not going to get in my way. So even if I messed up back then, I'm not going to mess up again because I'm too far ahead to go, to look back. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do what I got to do. Right. And he's just, you know. Yeah. When you believe in yourself, you just be on it. The like, one, not the two, baby. Amen. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Big Jay-Z, not the little one. Hello? Yeah. 
Yeah, big homie. Yeah, Hove. Right. Uh, yeah, big Hove. We got a Nas fan on the chat today. Uh, Taylor, so how do you feel? Like, because I know your preference. I know, but you you've had that happen to you. You've had to believe in yourself more than anybody else to get where you're going. That's a fact. Now, I will preface my statement with this. I am a super Jay-Z fan. Right. I was probably one of the first dudes in California bumping Jay-Z when we thought everybody in New York was weird with the yo money and the... So I, I love Jay-Z. Dope. Um, Round of applause like for your honesty. We appreciate your honesty yeah. and your presence. <laughs> yeah. there, there is no rapper outside of Black Thought who I think is doper lyrically right. than Jay-Z. And with that said, I mean, he's always from his very first album, right? Reasonable Doubt, to even now, he's always let individuals understand that, one, I am who I am and my circumstances will not define who I am. Right. I will define who I am. And two, he's always been, I'm just better than you. Right. Like, I'm a Mary, I'm a Mary Beyonce. I'm gonna go pay 200 million cash for a house and I'm just Ooh. better than you. Ooh. And he says it with such a, even though we know it's, a, a bit of arrogance, it's just the way he says it. Even when he talks in his interviews, right? It's just like, yeah, you know, I got Ace of Spades and it's been bought. So now I'm just got you know, another 500 million. Like another 500 million. Yeah. This yeah. It's cold. Just yeah. cold. Digger. Like, remember that song in, uh, I think I think it was Imaginary Players, A Reasonable Doubt. He was talking about, you know, it feel like winter. I'm ready to, I'm ready to fill my mink. Yeah. That was just the shit that we, we didn't think about in Cali because it was too hot. You didn't yeah. no mink in Cali. So I would look at Jay-Z. It's like the ultimate blueprint for being not just a hustler, but just being who you are and not letting your circumstances, a Marcy Project individual define who you are. Yes. And yeah, he's the goat. Yes, one, one time. Absolutely. One time for your knowledge of hope. I, you know, that, that verse mm -hmm. actually, the, the mm -hmm. description of it made you feel like you were there. And I think that that's the, the genius behind his storytelling. But it also puts you in the situation. When I was coming up, like, I really, I knew I had superpowers. I just didn't know how to effectively use them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until the time was right. Like, you know how you try some shit and you be like, I'm going to try just because... I could do, I could try, but you knew that it wasn't time. You know what I'm talking about? We all go through that. Like we all go through that. And when I think about like, I mean, even this verse, who you know fresher than whole, riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lyrically at. Can't none of y'all mirror me back. Yeah, I'm hearing me rap. It's like hearing G rapping this prime. I'm young H.O. Rap's grateful dead. Back to take over the globe. Now break bread. I'm in. For me, like that's like, if I could have been in my stance early like that, like like I am now, like if I could have just owned, like yeah, big head, gap in my teeth, whatever it is that had me double dutching trying to get in, because we all got things now. Don't think you're the only person mm -hmm. got things. We all got things. But then it's like, right. yo, it makes me feel free to be me. Do y'all feel that way? Absolutely. It's not an easy place to get to, but it's like, if it's ingrained in you, it's gonna come out at some point. And sometimes we don't realize that it's being ingrained in us throughout our lives, but then it starts showing up when you really hit that, like, you know, IDGAF, what nobody got to say. I don't give so a I'm fuck. Here. Either you love me or you love me, because if you hate me, you confused, baby. 
You confuse because you cannot resist this positivity, this energy, this actual selfless offering. That's what I, you know, I, I couldn't believe growing up, y'all, that motherfuckers could hate on me because I was light-skinned. Do you know how much that used to really, yeah. it used to really play on my spirit because not only will I whoop your ass, but at the same time, I really feel like you're making me be this way. I don't want to uh -huh. be this way. And I feel like when I listen to Jay's imaginary player. Yo, I spit that other shit. That's a nice motherfucker shit. Fed time follow me around. He cover shit, nigga. You bear money. I'm all year money. I'm popping. You ain't got to count it. It's all lib money. I mean, if, if you just listen to And I'm a real player. Like, I, I understand women. I understand men. I understand the streets. I understand the sweets. Like, I am a different enigma but you niggas be really acting like you with this life and you bought this life the reason i'm even doing this episode again the book of hope this is a street motherfucker with a street mentality given the chance to better himself is, is, is that not the american dream i am i am enormously overwhelmed with what I saw because I was there. We all were there. Even if you didn't have the association, the close association I had, you were there. Musically, you were there. Musically, you saw the growth. Dope boy, to rapper, to the best rapper ever, to entrepreneur, to look at the things he's doing for culture. I'm gonna get into that momentarily. But I, I wanna tell y'all, story time. It's time for another story. I, I literally, and I can't say that my relationship is as tight-knit with Jay as it is with Damon Biggs. And I'm gonna give you some examples. When I came into the mix, DJ Clark can't introduce me to them all at the same time. And we all had a camaraderie. The camaraderie was that Kenny Burns could put us on in Atlanta when we need to go down there. He's our guy. Right? So that turned into street team promotions and marketing. That turned into me putting Ray Ray with other people across the country so he could build that. Then it was like, yo, let's do an event in Atlanta. We got Kenny down there, you know what I'm saying? So the mutual respect was the common bond. Then they come down, I'll never forget this night, Kaya Nightclub, Noontime Music, uh, Revolution Records, all local brands here in Atlanta, and then Rockefeller Records, and Jay-Z was the artist. And we were about to go on stage. Now mind you, prior to that, Damon Dash is the funniest motherfucker on the planet. They had bought all of the champagne. He done damn near had the manager of the club in the closet. I don't know doing what or for how long. This is prior to us going on stage. Now, I'm gonna leave some of that for the, for the book and movie. But literally, we about to go on stage and Jay's like, yo, you coming up? And I'm like, you know, I'm a hype man, and I'm not Kenny Burns, the host extraordinaire, right? At this time, I'm just doing events, right? Exactly, <laughs> I'm that guy. So I literally like, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm coming on stage. You, you got a mic? Like, and I'm looking for the mic, and he's like, yo, but ask Dame, cause you know, Dame, Dame was his hype man back then, right? And so I'm like, oh shit. So I go ask Dame, he's like, yeah, we got it, we got it. I was like, oh, all right, cool, damn. And I always wondered like, if I would've hyped that shit, I would've, and then we would have, I mean, of course I was on stage, but you know, I ain't had a mic and I wanted to be, but I ain't know those songs anyway. So the point of the story is from that point on, Dame and I remain and Biggs remain the closest. So when I got the movie paid in full, they came to my office, big shout to uh, Harlem Shep. Uh, he brought the AZ, the, the character that Wood Harris played to my office and he came to the office. So immediately I'm like, Harlem, the motherfuckers I'm thinking about is Dame and Biggs. 
Jay's from Brooklyn. So long story short, I'm like, I know where we can take this. So I'm telling y'all, throughout the years, I have had some real, like, amazing moments with them. But it was one in particular, y'all, that kind of, like, you know, threw me for a loop. And it was soon after I gave them the Payton Fool movie, I became vice president of Rockefeller Records and president of rock music. Thank you very much for the applause. I appreciate that. So I literally, y'all, was in this building where the separation was beginning. See, all I knew is that they was best friends. All I knew was the beginning. It had been like five, six years in between, you know what I mean? The beginning and where we were. So I go into Rockefeller Records and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, they give me this new artist named Kanye. I got, I'm signing Nicole Ray. I got Rail. You know how long I wanted to work with Rail and Alan Anthony from Chris Strong? It was unbelievable. I had Nicole Ray and Rail do remakes. I, I mean, I was on fire. Big shout out to uh, Regina Gaines. I had Remy Martin uh, support this idea I had called Remy on the Rocks. We went on like a 10, 15 city tour all on they down. I was moving without any of the, any of the team. This was me going to do me. And I'm saying all this to say, we got to the point where I started to see the division. I'm like, wait. I'm finally here. I'm gonna take us into a whole nother genre of music. I had Samantha Ronson, I had records. I mean, I was doing things that they weren't doing because it was a rap label. Long story short, y'all, I got this opportunity to play Jay, Oakland International. This album I had, you know, basically came in and cleaned up with Alan. He pretty much had the, the album already done, but it was unbelievable. I don't know if y'all remember the song, You. It got to BT's top 10. I've got it on there. But anyway, I see Jay. I was like, yo, we gotta catch up. I gotta play you this music. Like, it's important. Like, this is gonna take us to the other side of the game. And he's like, yo, meet me downstairs in 10 minutes. I'm like, oh shit. Cool. And, the, and meet me downstairs. Well, I mean, we in, the, we in the office. He could have came in my office, could have went in the boardroom. I'm like, why well, meet him downstairs? So I go downstairs. And when he, the, the Maybachs just came out, he had a blue Maybach, get in the back of the back. And we playing Ooh. Oakland International. And when I tell you, he was in his. I don't know if you saw this weekend when Babyface was playing, but this motherfucker face at the because uh, they just had the 20th anniversary of SC Foundation. He was in there. He had that face. He was in that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And after the after I played that, and I think I played in the Cole and Rail song, he was like, "Yo, I appreciate your effort. I appreciate what you're doing, but I can't get behind that." And I was like, "Now, now, mind you, this is like my dream almost a little bit, right? Like." I started mm -hmm. with these guys, they blew up. I came back in to go to another level. Thinking this was mm -hmm. going, every situation I've ever been into, I thought was going to be it. I always thought we was going to make history. I'm going to put all, you know what I mean? But it always got now something <laughs> child. So anyway, <laughs> I, I literally like, I'm, in, I'm baffled. I'm like, how is he even saying this to me? Like I'm, I'm working hard. I got the full support of Biggs and Dame and big shout to Biggs because Biggs was running the label then. So I'm just giving you some context on where we were going as a label, you know what I'm saying, under Big's direction. So long story short, got out the car. And, and over the years, y'all, it's other times, Peninsula Hotel in LA, um, times where Jay just seemed to kind of stand offish. And I'm, I'm getting to a point here. And I think in life, there's a certain time, you know when you gotta bust a move. And there are gonna mm. be things 
that seem extraordinary to everybody else but you, but you gotta do them. And I can't say that I'm, I'm mad about that because I'm looking at where he has now ascended to. What doors have been opened for? Have you ever seen a Rockefeller tree? I'm find the tree. We posting a tree. Look at this. The tree from the what they created is unbelievable. They run the world. The tree, the tree runs the world. Now could he have gotten there staying with name, y'all? I want to ask your opinion because mm. I don't I don't think people really understand the moves he made, he had to make. Good or bad or indifferent. What do y'all think? Sometimes when I people don't. get comfortable, they get stagnant. Mm. So him making the moves that he had to make really was instrumental in his upward mobility in business and all of the business ventures that he's um, had. Wow. Now, if he would have stayed with Dame, it could have been a different, um, a different like journey to get to the top. His journey wouldn't have been the same. His success level may have been the same, but his journey definitely wouldn't have been the same. Right, facts. Taylor. Yeah, I'm not, I don't obviously know Dame, but from the individuals who are in the entertainment business that I know who have come across Dame, he's always been very, almost like a jerk, right? Um, and in a good way, he's got that Harlem swag. Right. And I don't think he was, he and Jay would be able to mesh business-wise as Jay began to ascend because Jay was going to do things like hang out with people from Twitter. Right. Right. Hang out with these individuals who Dame was like, I don't want that. Yeah. I'm going to do this on. This is how we do it as a black organization. And I think Jay was cool with that, but it's like, look, we can't just do this because we're not in those positions to you know, have these type of businesses with just us. We got to branch out. And I don't think Dame, from just looking at the entire picture, was willing to do that. And I think that's where Jay was like, all right, look, I know where I'm going. Again, you got to start at dead president. Right. How he's always taught. I'm going to do this. I'm better than you niggas. I got the that down south master P by the by. Y'all yeah. got, got short term money. I got long, long though. <laughs> and I think he knew that. He knew like, look, I'm going to get they had Belvedere already, right? Yeah. That's, well, I don't think well he was he saying it. I'm glad you brought that. He was saying it in every song, but really wasn't benefiting from the relationship and that's when they started Armadale Vodka I'm glad you said that I just want to give you some more right. history yeah yeah and so I, I think he wasn't with Dame you were you were not going to get the ace you were not going to get the uh do say hold on let me bust the gun for you. Let, let me I'm sorry Tosh and Tony whether you're searching for the latest sneaker, that iconic handbag, a timeless watch, or your next piece of classic jewelry, eBay authenticators are there verifying every detail of your purchase. That's right, we're talking each inch, stitch, tick, facet, and clasp that make the piece you're searching for worthy of your collection. eBay's authenticators are experts in their craft, true connoisseurs, and as leaders in their fields, they're making sure your items always arrive as authentic as your style. So go ahead, Get that piece you've always wanted and leave it up to the meticulous eyes of an eBay authenticator to make sure that that watch movement is original, that glimmer is real gold, that rare sneaker is legit, or that handbag is really made of genuine leather. And never get faked over again. In a world full of fakes, it's time to get real with eBay.
eBay authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. TKBS Nation is your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns. And child, if you're tired of those red marks on your legs from the mosquitoes, or if ants, roaches, and flies are making you angry at the barbecue, I have the answer. It's called STEM. That's right. I think it's the best mosquito repellent out. And for those ants, roaches, and flies, STEM also has a bug killer. The plant-based active ingredients and entomologists tested make it safe to use around people and pets when used as directed. The barbecue will never be the same. Keep those mosquitoes up off and let's put those ants, roaches, and flies in a coffin. Stem, the new wave of mosquito and bug control. And you want to know why? Because the dream is real. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by Mickey D's. Y'all know the realest conversations always happen in a Mickey D's booth. Give me some of your fries, boy. You better wash your hands. And y'all know all the best nights out in with a bite from Mickey D's. Ooh, Lord, that tequila got my soul. I need some french fries and a chocolate milkshake. A full car of what you want. And we all know that what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Boy, I said I want some french fries. You said a quarter pounder with cheese. Give me some nuggets. Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole family to dinner. What y'all want? Mama, I want some Mickey D's. All right, well, get your daddy. We're going to Mickey D's for dinner, baby. Everyone's got their own Mickey D's moment. Go on and make more delicious memories today. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled all the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled and the best part you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it nope discover does it automatically seriously though see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com match but the reason why i want to stop you there and add on is because you're absolutely right dame at the time was fucking going crazy on their partners now, rightfully yeah. so, right? Could it, could it have been a, another way to do that? Absolutely. If he was going to be another way, absolutely. Meaning Dame. But it had to happen for Jay to grow. I don't know if y'all remember this, but Jay, I mean, he was making some some deals that probably would have hurt my soul if I'm Dame. But you remember the Rock of, Rock Aware situation? They had brought oh, yeah. Dame out. Jay stayed on. And then they end up selling for like 200, something crazy like a year and a half later. For me, that's breaking my face as your partner. But at the same time, Dane was going on Alex, the Russian who was back in Rockaway the same way he was going on Leo and everybody else. So when you look at it, and that's why I had to do this. I had to do this to bring perspective because y'all, it's people in your life right now that's not gonna make it. That's not gonna make it. It's not gonna make it. And this is a quote I wanna tell y'all. He said, Another one of his infamous quotes. I never ask for nothing I don't demand of myself. Honesty, loyalty, friends, and then wealth. Death before dishonor, and I tell you what else. I tighten my belt for I beg for help. Foolish pride is what's held me together through the years. I wasn't felt, which is why I ain't never played myself. I just played the hand I'm dealt. I can't say I've never knelt before God and asked for better cards at times to no avail. But I never sat back feeling sorry for myself. If you don't give me heaven, I'll raise hell till it's heaven. Yeah, hold on. But it's like, through the journey, he's giving you all the things. I've never met anyone so in the moment. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we aren't where we're supposed to be because we're not in the moment. Do you realize he's been in the moment? That's why the book of Hove is necessary. He's been he's been there. When we were listening and wishing we understood how or why or can inject ourselves a meaning, we weren't there here mentally. We were not here. And we weren't present. How do y'all feel about that? Because I think people, they underestimate being in the moment. Because without being in the moment, you can't direct the light. I think you also have to be in tune with yourself. Being in tune with yourself, Facts. you're noticing it and you recognizing when something is there in front of you and the goals that you need to achieve. I need to go this way. Even though the partnership with him and Dame got him to a certain point, he knew that he could not go further with that relationship due to the fact of how Dame handled business. Right. Everybody's not going to handle business the same. So you have to, even though you start with a partnership, doesn't mean you're gonna end with a partnership. Ooh. We grow to where we need to grow, and then we have to go our separate ways, we go our separate ways. Listen, listen, hold on. I have to, I have to definitely, definitely piggyback off of that, Kendra, because that is so true. Like, everybody is not meant to be last long-lasting. Yes. And, you know, they're, you know they're, they're saying, People are in your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm. It is okay yes. if you you can't be in community with them anymore. It is fine. And once people start to realize that, they will start to make those business moves that they need to make, like Jay Z. Yeah. Um, because right. he knew that, like you said, Dame was not going to be able to manage what he needed to manage in the way that it needed to be managed Facts. in order for them to be as successful as they could. Because he and his feelings. You cannot mm. act on feelings. You gotta Ooh. act on facts. Ooh. That's why I don't have arguments with people because they want to argue when when there's feelings involved because it's gonna get heightened in, in more and more and more. Facts. But you coming back to me, right? Yeah. Okay, sweetheart. You coming back? Yeah. And I'm gonna talk to you about facts. I ain't talking about feelings no more because feelings got me in the world of trouble. Facts. Either you gonna say black or white, and no gray, baby. Mm, hold on, round of applause for sugar. She got down. I just, you know, I just, ooh, sound like you were talking about somebody. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? That's wow. I mean, life be life, life be life. And I give me a hug. Put that on your face. Um, you know, I, I want to also say this because I think we get lost <clears throat> in the sauce when we don't adhere to our guts. I say this repeatedly. We get so lost in the sauce on what we think <clears throat> should happen, what other people are saying should happen. No. You don't have much time. Taylor said it best. He out here talking about 500 million here, 200 million here, married the love of his life, functioning kids, doing things that are so black and excellent that come from the most desperate place. This is why the book of hope, I keep saying it's Bible. I'm not saying like the Bible or God. I'm saying it's Bible, meaning we need some type of, this shit need to be in every library, every classroom. Because when you think about the hustle, the audacity to dream as big as possible, put yourself in that position and then achieve it? Who do we have today? And I'm asking a question, I need answers. Who today is giving black excellence like this? Not denouncing streets. Hold on, before you answer that question, let's go through some of the philanthropic things this man has done, all right? From justice reform to um, the Sean Carter Foundation, big shout out to them, they're celebrating 20 you know, years of excellence. You know what I'm saying? Like. <coughs> I mean, he's doing so much 
you know, for I mean, un, things that aren't even said. I mean, he's bailing out motherfuckers. He's giving money to. I mean, Meek Mill owes him his freedom, as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? Like the things he mm-hmm. does. But but how do you feel about that? Because I just I, I feel like we don't have those superheroes. You think about our parents' days. Many of them. We see documentaries damn near every week coming out about some black excellence. I don't know many on his level. No, business wise, there is no one in our culture that can touch what Jay is doing, business wise, right? Um, some of the things that you mentioned, even 21 Savage, he helped with his legal right. process to get him out of something. So he does things, he's the true definition of a big homie, right? He's not looking for any accolades. He does things behind the scenes. And then the people who are grateful are the ones who come out and say, oh, he did this for us. You don't ever hear Jay talking about that. Jay ain't outside with the little people. Right. As far as, I mean, like the little homies, he's not doing that. He is doing things like, hey, I'm a clear Annie and I'm going to own it. Everybody can use it, right? So he's doing things that it's like in the face of oppression. Yes, I'm a dope. I heard somebody even on Fox News like, yeah, Jay-Z, the guy who sold dope, and he don't care. Yeah, I sold dope, and now I'm worth a billy. Yes. And you're going to drink, they going to drink my champagne too. Yes. Like, I, you can't hate somebody like that. Like, I can have my opinions about some of the things he does, but when we look at the grand scheme of things, there is nobody who is doing business the way Jay is doing business and also keeping it culture. Like, I'm, he don't go in, that clip I saw on Instagram, he says, I don't go into a room as nobody but, but myself. myself. Yes. That's right. That's all I am. He go in there, he gonna talk his talk. He gonna wear his hair the way he wanna wear it. Yes. And then again, I'ma just throw Beyonce in y'all face. Whenever y'all got something to say about me being ugly, I'ma just show you Beyonce. And then what can you say? Hold on, one time. <laughs> talking that talk. Money, but money will make you a little handsome though. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it and real, we'll sugar. Do that. Keep it real, sugar. No, but you know what? I think energy too. And who are we to judge? Let's start with that. But I think energy. Let's let's talk about energy and the energy that he puts out. This is inspiring me to step back, not from my purpose, but from the light. That man ain't on Instagram, huh? And, and listen, without Instagram, some of us would not be in position to be heard at all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let me bust that gun. Sorry, Tasha Tony, but that's a fact. For some of you people that think you bought something, huh? Try something without all the applause every day online. Matter of fact, you get them without even knowing they're there. That's how powerful he is. Models. He, you hear me? So I wanna, I wanna talk about energy because I love how you keep bringing up Beyonce. People like to say, and I'm gonna talk about how you plan your fucking life. People like to say, y'all remember when On The Run, the one came the tour we all had to go to and if you had significant other you went to the oh, tour it was that much more special dream. everybody was dreaming the perfect dream and then they started well she bigger than him she sell more records than him she just okay. that yeah no but but this is the conversation this is who we are as a culture and my thing was yeah that might even gotten away with some people with some ego that might even took mm-hmm. a relationship out. No, we going on the run too. On the run too tour, we there. They back. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, most recent tour is goddamn stadium status only. Probably because the how long they've been doing stadiums for the last the last three, four at least, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so we there mm-hmm. now. But then you don't even talk about it anymore. They don't even talk about who got what and this that. Because guess what? To, to tell you who they support, they buying two hundred million dollar. Houses on accident on a Thursday or whenever that fucking news came out. Huh? What you doing? Cash with money. You? Cash. Cash. 
right? Even if they took out a loan on their equity and paid the loan, but it's still a like money. I don't care what y'all talking about. They bought it against themselves. <laughs> huh? How many people take some money out of something right now? Raise your hand. I know niggas was scrubbing the flow with that motherfucker. But the point I'm trying to make is we often, y'all want to tear down some shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Have opinion on some shit. Mm-hmm. When you ain't shit. Ooh, I got one to bust a gun. Tosh Tony, I did it twice. Sorry, I'm sorry. But but <laughs> but the people, man, they they, they it, but these people, Sean Carter and Beyonce Carter, have stood the test of t- there's no more. There's no more. Mm-hmm. If they divorce tomorrow, it's the biggest, blackest, most excellent thing we've seen. Now get what I'm saying. There's other people that's doing great things. But ain't nothing touching these two. It ain't nothing touching these two when it comes to black family, what you supposed to do in your community. And then you're not shunning nobody. This man still be around the element. He don't go to the street to tell you point. He don't be this, that, and the third. But he's here to give guidance. He's just like I am. I'm not running away from my people. How the fuck you think I got here? And I gotta believe that God is gonna protect me in the instances I am around the element because I only come with love. And that's what homie does. And like, and I again, y'all, and I wanna I wanna say this again. I don't have, I didn't get a rock chain. This, I mean, I got the first one, but I didn't get the second one. When they had the 25 anniversary of Reasonable Doc, I didn't get a chain. Now I got called, I got kind of explained to how many people it was, this, that, and the third. I believe I was in the top 25 because there wasn't much before me as far as involvement, but then there were producers and things that came and took that man to the stratosphere. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But like, I do want my chain, Jay. I want my, I want my other chain. <laughs> I want my other chain. It's the honesty for me. I want my other chain. So this is a story time. Y'all ready for story time? I'm sorry, I got that. Yes. All right, so, so ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm at Rock Aware. Um, I had a Ryan Kenny deal. Um, that Change Clothes movement that I started when Jay did the song Change Clothes. I was inspired by Ryan Kenny. And I'm at the office and Dame has an America magazine. I don't even know if y'all remember America magazine. Well, he had a magazine and Dame was in the fashion. He had, actually I was working on uh, Victoria Beckham's album at the time. He, of course, you know, he's legendary for the models and all the things, right? So he calls this America magazine joint. So Dame is there talking his shit. You know what I'm saying? He comes behind the desk and he pulls out my chain. And he's like, Dave Cheney, Dave Kenny Burns, everybody's going right there, duh. So I don't see the chain yet, cause he has he has something in the bag and he's holding it up. And I'm like, I'm about to get my motherfucking chain, nigga. I'm about to have the long with the big, you know what I'm saying? Woo, get my chain like. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm talking about, cause, cause ladies and gentlemen, I've never represented anything outside of my personal brands other than Rockefeller. So this for me was like, all right, bet. So he's like talking why I'm getting the chain. He's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Kenny Burns. I don't know if y'all noticed he gave me the movie Paying Full. It's my brother. You know what I'm saying? He, he been down from rock from day one. He helped us with the street teams. You know, we're doing all this down the third. And today is chaining day. And he took the chain out the joint. As the chain started to come, I was like, the chain is light. It's not a big Cuban link. All right, the chain is coming out the bone. <laughs> There is the peace. And it was the peace I have today, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't the big motherfucker that I was looking for. I felt like if you're going to honor me, honor me like you did Jay Beanie and Memph and Cam and everybody. I want the big. I was in my feelings. That's some light skinned shit, but fuck it. I was, I was in my feelings about that little ass chain. Now, I wear the chain today with pride. 
because it means something to me. It means history. It means heritage. But when I got that chain, I was mad. That just reminded me of a post that I reposted on Instagram the other day. <laughs> if you are rare, don't let nobody treat you regular. Baby, they treated you regular. They treated me regular. I got to bust that gun. Sugar got me full of triggers. No, I... Uh, Listen, and not that I was not thankful, ladies and gentlemen, but I felt my contribution to the, come on, paid in full. Let's be real, that got them they three picture deal. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't in the movie. All I asked for was for a part in the movie. All you had to do is give me the big chain, damn. Give me my motherfucking big chain. I need my big chain. You can still send it in the mail. And, and I want to say this too, ladies and gentlemen, in history, in the lineage of Rockefeller Records, you had to have two thirds vote. That means two of the three, Dames Big and Jay had to vote on your chain. So, um, you know, I just want to give you a little history, child. But I want my big chain, pause. So, so what, how many votes do you think you got to get the little baby chain? No, nah, I mean, clearly I got all the votes, but the, the, the she said the baby chain. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess I'm saying, let me just continue to tell y'all while I'm still in my feelings a little bit. I didn't get the Rockefeller anniversary chain and that coming from Jay would have let me know that it came from Jay. Biggs would come in my office and give me a Frank Mueller watch because I complimented it. You know what I mean? Because of the things I was doing. Wasn't nobody giving you nothing for nothing, but I felt mm -hmm. appreciated by them all the time. But with Jay, mm -hmm. when the 25th anniversary came, I just knew I was going to get that. And guess what? I saw him, oh, I think, a couple weeks later at the Hawks game. He was sitting across on the floor, and I was like, and he was like, and then I saw OG Wan hit him with like, did he get his chain? That's what in my mind, OG Wan said to him. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if that's what need, he said. You need to go. You need to talk to your therapist about it. I know, no. Y'all are my therapist. Okay. All right. God damn it. That's why I do this fucking Jessica. podcast. Yeah. No, she, now she tired of me. She's talking about therapy. She, she consults every day. But, I, you know, I'm saying all this to say, y'all, like, this man has done things. And the reason, again, why I want to do the Book of Hove, you know, episode is because we in culture have to really, you know, you know that, what's that? But we got to put the ones to the sun. We got to put the ones. Passing the torch, passing the torch. And we, and we have to do it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to do some things that's uncomfortable. You're going to have to not give people that deserve the big chain the little chain. You're going to have to do things. I just threw that in there. But you're going to have to do things. That's, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's good. Some people think they deserve more than they actually deserve. I might not deserve the big chain in his eyes yeah. or the 25th mm -hmm. anniversary, which I do and I want it. But you get what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. But I do know that in my personal journey, I have taken from the Book of Hope. In my personal journey, I've had to get rid of motherfuckers or put them in the box to be whole. I don't want you to let that go over yeah. your head. Holding on, trying to do for motherfuckers that ain't trying to do for themselves will have you in a trick bag. It'll have you, it'll have you in a trick bag. It'll have you in a trick bag. It'll bring you right on down. Because guess what bringing you down is? Depleting your energy. Depleting your yes. will to <laughs> keep going. Depleting the motherfucking relationships you trying to keep while holding on to this fucked up one. The truth is just the truth. Mm-hmm. Listen, because here's the thing. You be doing well. You might feel like you just floating. But the thing is, you're not going under. Mm. And as soon as some negativity gets on you, and you hold on to it trying to help them, yeah. you going under. Yeah. So both of y'all going under. So yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. So whenever I tell, when people start to feel offended by things that ain't got nothing to do with them, I look at them and I say, is that yours? Yeah. 
Right. Does it apply to you? Yes. It doesn't. So stop picking up stuff that don't belong to you. You're not going to have room to receive what you need because your hands are full trying to help other folks. Yes. Child, let it go mm. and keep going up. Hey, man, hold on. And, and, and I want to say this too because, you know, before I did this episode, I really wanted to talk to DJ Clark Kent because I was telling him things he didn't even know about my experience. Like I was just saying the four or five times throughout the another time. Y'all ready for story time? I'm sorry, I just gotta get this one. Just so you could just so you could be all right with yourself now. I was telling right. Clark this one story. I was on with Andre Harrell. Y'all know what he means to me, who he is to me. I'm at Motown Records. This is before I went back to work with Rockefeller Records. This is the uh 97-ish. Right, Jay is on fire. Right, Reasonable Doubt came out in my lifetime. Was, you know, I mean, things are happening. Right, and we are at this bar in New York, and at the bar in New York, you know, Jay, everybody's there, all the models. You know, in New York, big shout out to New York City back in them days. Everything was fire. I'm talking about places to eat, go. Out. It was everything to do. I hope you can get your city back because it ain't that now. But I'm in this place, mm. and when I tell you the who's who, so Dre tell me come with him, whoop, 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 end up sliding in the booth with Jay, and I forgot uh-huh. who was with him. Now, mind you, this has probably happened to me two, three times with Jay over the course of many years. But we sitting there, we talking, and you know, Andre is like, yeah, man, because you know, ooh, you know, Andre's just animated. He's telling stories. He's making the fucking waiter bring us the most expensive champagne. I, I didn't have Ace of Spades at times. So I think we was on Crystal, whatever. So we, Dre's doing the Dre thing, champagne and bubbles. Then all of a sudden you hear Jay comment. You know, Jay's demeanor, he's not really overly talkative until he feel like talking. So he starts to talk right. and he's like, yeah, because the girls and the whoop de wop wop wop. And so I, you know, I'm knowing he, you know what I'm saying, is my man and Dre's my mentor and I'm in this place of comfortability and we talk, we popping that shit. So I was like, yeah. I said, man, you remember when y'all came to Atlanta, man, I put y'all down with them things. like, nah, I don't remember that. <laughs> That's right. He don't remember. That's Sagittarius energy right there. First, first of all, can, can he should have fucking remembered. Okay. Cause that, <laughs> take that. The point I'm trying to make, I'm sitting here with my mentor. I'm on fire at Motown. I got Motown flavors campaign. I'm doing all this amazing shit. And then he hears me say this. And then Jay says, nah, I don't remember that. I was like, you don't remember what nigga? You was in Atlanta, we was motherfucking with the one too, you know what I mean? When y'all brought me my Rockefeller jacket, you don't remember that? So I'm like, literally like, but he loosened up and got into, he's like, oh, but it's like, why would you chop me up, chop my head off immediately? Now mind you, I'm in here with my, my, my father, you know what I'm saying? My industry father. So I'm saying all that to say, I know there's some people butt hurt, not me, Paul, but there's some people hurt by this man's actions. And if I could do a whole show about the importance and why the book of Hove is Bible, you need to get over the fuck what you, you, you holding on to, okay? Because I'm sure there was more good done than bad. And if your ego is gonna get in the way of you going forward, now mind, mind you, I could have been, now this was Kenny fresh off of the bullshit. I could have been on some bullshit and caused a whole fucking scene in that bitch. But the, 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 the moral to the story is, sometimes nigga get into the bag. Let me tell y'all one thing I know about money. Money will have you delusional slightly for periods of time. Huh? I don't want y'all to let this go over y'all head. Everybody is subject to act a little different when you live in different. 
Don't don't get discouraged. You all always got time, not a long time, but you got time to get back to yourself for the right one come along, check you and put you in the world of feelings, okay? But at the same time, sometimes you gotta get out your own way and bust that move. Yeah. What did I prove that day? I proved that I was necessary and this conversation was gonna continue and you was gonna co-sign what the fuck I was saying, or, but we didn't have to get to or. I'm just saying, y'all, because we be getting in our feelings and we be fucking the bag up, we be fucking the opportunity up, and then we mad because we fucking 50 years old, ain't got shit. And then, and then they be living in their glory days. Baby, we are in 2023. We are not talking about what happened when you were 19. <laughs> Okay. Come on. It's like it's like dealing with a dude that's like got hoop dreams. Baby, you are forty. You're not going to the league. No Child, more. you better stop playing in all the leagues. Your knees are bad. You not take your blood pressure medicine. You just chill and just stay current and relevant. Sugar in the blood pressure. Ooh, <laughs> sugar like, in that blood pressure, child. It's real. <laughs> Well, I, I want to take this opportunity to go around to my illustrious panel of superheroes and just give your your words of encouragement to those who are on their journey and how the Book of Hove or stories like that can help them because, you know, I know it's helped everyone on this panel. I would say recognize um, where you are uh, internally first. Um, don't let other people sway you into other things or thinking you're something that, that you're not. So just be true to yourself and move move from there. Yeah. That's all I can say. Mm -hmm. Move accordingly, mm -hmm. absolutely. Round of applause for that. Teule. Yeah, for me it would be like, you know, looking at Jay, let consistency and confidence be mm. the fuel that propels you past disappointments mm. and heartbreak. I know it was tough. I'm, I'm sure it was tough for Jay to break up with Dame, who was his main man, yeah. you know, and to have those type of relationships seven a little bit with Big. Um, but he was always consistent and confident. He, he's, again, been telling us what he's going to do from day one. And I think if you can remain consistent and confident, that's going to propel you and fuel you past the disappointments that you are sure to have on this journey to be where you want to be. He still have people talking about him. I know I've said, hey, I hate the fact that you're a billionaire. I think it's terrible for, the, for black people. <laughs> However, <laughs> do what you do, man. That, that's not going to, you know, make him feel one way or the other. He's doing what he says he's going to do. And I, you have to commend that type of commitment and yeah. confidence because he's getting us in rooms that we would not be in. Man, oh, say man. that. The, the, the dream is real. Come on, Dr. Sugar. So basically, no matter where you come from, uh, it really is about your journey to get into where you want to be. So making sure that you really know where you want to be, it is going to just... I, won't, I don't want to say delete. It'll just make that part of your journey and not make that the, the defining thing. So like right. my mom is one of nine, right? They lived in a five bedroom in the projects. I don't mm. know how they had that. Oof. But when when, when she told me- That's not like a penthouse. Just because, just because I grew up in the projects doesn't mean that's who I am. Right. So right. like you don't have to let anything define you. You define you. And just know that sometimes you got the juice, but you just got to know how to use it. I saw mm. that on Instagram. Yes. Oh, I, had to say, I had to save it right quick because I just feel like I always had the juice. I just didn't know how to use it at first. But baby. Yeah, she has arrived. Amen. Round of applause for that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to leave you with this quote from the legendary Book of Hove. 
So I make no apologies, crooked policies. So a G, a nigga gotta be. We plan for property, no monopoly. So I'll pass, go, and let my nephews follow me. They say the child shall lead. So I take it as far as I can. And then we shall see. Shall we dance with the devil for a beat? I pray to God I ain't got two left feet. Do the hustle. Put keys in the street. Then I'm ballroom dancing. Key keying in the suite. Sweet. <laughs> Come on, man. Round of applause for the book of home. We're going to throw that motherfucking diamond up one time for the get motherfucker the, jerk. Get, get the thumbs down, guys. Yes, okay. All right, get the thumbs down. Big shout out <laughs> to um, everybody who... Um, is tuning in right now, you know, believe in yourself. Ultimately, that confidence will take you everywhere you need to go. And then, you know, fuck what Taylor talking about. Be a billionaire. Give back in the way that you can give back. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce are giving back triple, quadruple, tenfold. So listen, man, sky's the limit. I love you. And on the count of three, <laughs> we're going to say our credo. On the count of three. One, two, three. The dream, the dream is, is real. Yeah, I love your vocals, Kendra. All right. Know how to use that oh, was I too All loud? Right. No, nope, like. great. Claws for your mouth. All right. There we go. Taylor heard me the first time I said it. Peace. The, 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 the dream is real. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by Stem, who I think has the best mosquito repellent and ant, roach, and fly killer. If you don't want those critty critters crawling all in your crawl, get Stem and get rid of them all.